Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and as always, we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. I'm Thomas Kizid with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Hello, Thomas. Hey, how's it going, Roger? Pretty good. How are things at the Chamber today? Y'all taking care of business, as we like to say? Yes, yes. Everything is, is beautiful. You know, just like today's show, everything is beautiful. We have two beautiful guests. One is, you know, Emma Emma Wells from Keep Ron Floyd Beautiful. And then we have beautiful Jan Ferguson, who, said, who sells beautiful jewelry. So uh, it's going to be an exciting conversation today. That, that is interesting. One of the things we try to do is sometimes when we have a lot of guests to find some sort of theme. And Thomas out of the gate has has already proclaimed the theme. It's beauty. Uh, which is great. And also, Thomas, I digress again, as I often do. In the first 30 seconds of the show, we mentioned two songs from the 1970s. I said, taking care of business, and you said, everything is beautiful. Uh, that I'm telling you how old I am, because those are those those hit songs in the 1970s. Anyway, hello, ladies. How are we today? Fabulous. How are you? I'm just great. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, Emma Wells, let's start with you at Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful. I guess what you guys do is in the name. Yes. (laughs) Trying to make our community more beautiful, keep it beautiful, all that kind of stuff. So we are always busy. Thomas is actually one of my board members. He is super helpful, but we, our mission is to create a cleaner and more beautiful community through the education and involvement of our citizens. So we do a lot of different things to make that happen. Okay, and just quickly over here, touching base with Jan at Ford Giddings and Kane. Uh, Jan, you guys are in the beauty business as well. Uh, how how is the jewelry business uh, through the pandemic here the last year and things like that? I tell you what, you think you've seen everything, and then you see a pandemic. Um, the pandemic it was kind of like a tale of two cities. It was the best of times, and it was the worst of times. Things, things were difficult and we had to learn to rethink and do things in a different way. But our customers and friends were calling and checking in on us and saying, hey, guys, we want y'all to be there for the long haul. So what can we do to keep you there and keep you strong? And you, you really learn who your friends are and who your supporters are. And this past year was a true blessing. It wasn't all fun, but it was a great, great blessing. Well, that just shows great support for you guys as a family, if you will, afford getting, but, mm-hmm. but also just the institution that you are in Rome. I believe you've been on Broad Street since the late 50s. Is that correct? Good job, Roger. Yes. <laughs> Three men founded this store in 1958. So we've been here a long time. So we're talking, you guys have been around since Elvis Presley went in the army. That's a long time. <laughs> it's true. I love that you know that, Roger. <laughs> So as, as That's I, great trivia. As Very I, good. As I mentioned, I digress from time to time, and <laughs> usually, usually it is with sports or movies or Elvis Presley. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, just as we kind of go around the room, uh, Thomas, what what made you want to invite these these ladies on the show today? Well, you know, I I know Jan uh, uh, numerous years yet. Uh, we are together in in, in uh, Rome Rotary, and we hosted together an exchange student, and you know, I've been begging her for you know four weeks now to, to be on the show but you know she she was busy which is a good sign and then you know emma um we, I, I just we just had a nice arbor day celebration and i thought hey you know that would be a nice combination to have those uh two ladies together on the board and just you know talk about beauty 
Well, Emma, I guess we should get into some of the specifics. You guys, I, I quickly kind of peruse the website. You guys do a lot of things. It's beautification. It is litter removal. Uh, I, I saw a thing about tarps. Uh, just if you could kind of touch on maybe the, the variety of ways that Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful sets out to achieve its mission. Yeah, so we think it, it can happen in a lot of different ways, essentially. So when you think about beautification, a lot of times we think about like our Arbor Day celebration, planting trees. Uh, we do work with some of our local master gardeners and our local garden clubs to help support community gardens as well. Uh, we're also a bee city USA, so we have pollinator plots throughout our community. Hopefully, that's bee you know, as in B E E the the in, the bug, the insect, whatever it is. Yes, technically. the insect. Yeah, so we're a bee city. Uh, we have pollinator plots around several of our parks. If you drive down Ridge Ferry Parkway, hopefully in the next couple weeks they'll be starting to bloom. But uh, that's kind of one way that we beautify things by planting. But we are also involved in our public art program. We've got a new mural coming in at the library really soon. So we're very excited about that. Um, And then we also do litter prevention because, as we know, litter is kind of a blight on our community. So that's another way that we pick up and help encourage people to keep their community beautiful. A lot of times if you have litter everywhere, it's just a decline of property values. It brings in other blight. Uh, So we do a lot of different events to help combat that. And then we've got events coming up to also try to meet people who are littering where they're at. So we're excited about about that. We've got an event on March 19th. We're partnering with Aaron Excellence McDonald's on Turner McCall to give out free car trash bags to people who come through the drive-thru. So we're hoping to maybe prevent some of that litter from winding up on our roadways in the first place. But those are just some of the multitude of ways that we try to make our community more beautiful. It kind of boggles my mind that people still litter. And I guess giving the benefit of the doubt, maybe it's accidental. Maybe something blows out a car window, but uh, are people just careless, thoughtless? (laughs) I think that they are. I think unfortunately people think that somebody else is going to do it for them, that we have, you know, we have inmate crews, so they, they can pick it up. And I always tell those people, yeah, but your tax dollars could be spent on something so much better than being litter being picked up. Like we could plant so many trees, we could plant so many flowers, we could do so many murals, but instead all that money and all that time is being spent picking up your trash that you felt like you, you know, somebody else was going to pick it up. So it didn't matter. And unfortunately, those are the same people who don't put their buggies back at the grocery store. <laughs> it's just all, it's the same group of people. Just people, people are the worst. <laughs> Not, we see the worst and the best. Thankfully. I, I'm just teasing. I, I think I stole that line from Seinfeld again, back to pop culture. Uh, Jan. Um, so can you specifically, I mean, did you guys have a big, big hit during the pandemic when, when people stopped being able to go out to shop? Um, I, uh, this is maybe getting down in the weeds, but I mean, I imagine you guys sell a lot of engagement rings. Did weddings get put on pause? Did that affect you? Stuff like that. Um, it, it did affect in a lot of different ways. And in the beginning, yes, weddings got put on pause because people wanted to have groups of people at their wedding. But we did find that a lot of people who were being quarantined together or were having to quarantine away from each other wanted to um, 
make sure that they spent the rest of their lives together. So people were calling in and saying, I need to get an engagement ring. I want to make sure that this person knows that I love them. And in the beginning, March 13th is when we had to lock our doors and we were shut down from March 13th until May 5th because of the city ordinance. And we followed that ordinance to the T. I was the only one that came in for the most part. And um, we did not have any customers in the store because that was not allowed, but we would have customers come and literally at our back door, we have our fabulous city of Rome garbage can. And I would take things out and put it on the lid of the yellow garbage can. And I would lay it down with, we had hand sanitizers and everything. I would lay it down there. The client would be outside. We stayed six feet away from each other. The client would pick it up, look at it. So literally sold, thanks to the city of Rome and their fabulous garbage cans, sold engagement rings across garbage cans. (laughs) We just learned to be still compliant with every rule because I'm the daughter of a preacher and the daughter of an elementary school teacher. So I have no choice in life, but to be compliant and follow the rules. That's just, it's just part of my personality that uh, may drive the rest of the world a little crazy, (laughs) but it was, it was fun because it just, you saw that people still wanted their lives to go on, but they wanted them uh, to go on compliant with all the rules and, it was amazing. It was amazing how many engagement rings were sold in that way. So life went on and weddings were postponed and then eventually happened. One of our own team members was scheduled to get married in April and her wedding had to be postponed, but she got married in a thunderstorm at the Lindell Mill in July. So her wedding happened COVID compliant but it happened later than she thought. So. Well, supposedly rain on your wedding day is good luck. So hopefully. Oh, it was the most beautiful day, but there were umbrellas and lightning at the same time outside at the Lindell Mill, but it was beautiful. So how, how are you, is business kind of back to normal with customers? How, how are you know, in the store, things like that? How are you handling it now? Well, May 5th is when we opened back up and we had Dr. Gary Boshio come in and talk to our staff because our staff was calling, begging us to let them come back. And they they missed their customers. They missed each other. They missed what we do here at Ford Giddings and Kane. And so they were begging to come back. And Gary is a very special friend. Our children grew up together. So I just called him and I said, Gary, what do you think? And he said, well, I think there are ways to do it. There are ways to do it safely. And I said, would you come in and meet with our team? So he did. And Gary agreed with the large size of our store that we could bring people in and still keep socially distant. And we had hand sanitizers on all the cases. We had gloves available if people wanted them. We had masks available. And um, we had a sign on the door that says no more than six couples in the store at one time because we just wanted to keep everybody feeling safe. And then we have kept our front door locked the entire time so that we can control the limit of people. And our customers have said, thank you for that. Thank you for thinking of us. Thank you for allowing us to come in, but thank you for not just going back to letting it be wide open. Emma, is most of the stuff you guys do at Keep Run Flow Beautiful outside? I mean, were, were you, were you shut down at all? 
we were, the city was closed from March through May. So we came back to work in office. Granted, we were still right. doing a lot of stuff on online, working from home. Um, we did virtual story time. We All of our followers love that on social media, but most of our stuff is outside. So we still have had a pretty good response, but I do find that since what we do is very volunteer based. We really depend on volunteers. So some of our events are still really popular and people want to come. We had nearly 60 people at Arbor Day last week. But then if you host a cleanup, you may not have that quite quite big of a turnout because I think a lot of people still are not necessarily comfortable picking up litter. So a lot of our events we try to like advertise is we're going to do this with a group so that it's already people that you work with or people that you see at church. Um, so you're kind of not exposing yourself to anybody new that you're not already around. Um, so I think that kind of aspect of having a group that's already set up and also having things outside has really helped us. Um, so most of, most of our things have kind of managed to go on as usual. So how are you guys funded? We are funded. We are technically a city and county joint department. So we, the county gives the city money and our, our budget comes from the city. So uh, we we get the kind of special status of being both, which is really nice when it comes to uh, just having support. We have support from the city and the county, which obviously you need that kind of support when we have a county as big as ours and when we have the litter issues that we do in our community. And donations too, or just, just city and county? We do um, accept donations, but that's not a major part of our budget. So normally, if we are accepting donations, it's for a specific project. Now, our B-City organization is a 501c3, um, so we do take donations for that. But that program, if you've ever seen anybody with their B-Rome shirts or their stickers, um, we sell those at the gift shop, and the, the proceeds from those shirts go straight into our pollinator plot. So that's kind of a little separate, but for the most part, we are funded by the city and the county. So, Jan, I, I think yeah. I can know how you guys are funded. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully by you, Roger. <laughs> Thomas and Emma and all of our friends and um, and new friends to be. <laughs> you need to, you need people to buy stuff. What other services do you guys offer? It's you know it's funny. I when I hear jewelry store, I think you go buy a watch, you go buy a ring, but I, I imagine there's there's cleaning, there's uh, appraising, things like that. What all what all do you guys do? Well, I will tell you that I the same thing I tell our team on a daily basis. We have the best team we have ever had. We've been around, like you said, since 1958. And some of our team members have been with us over 20 years, several over 10 years. And so our team is service oriented. They love when customers come in. One of the first things they'll usually ask you to do is, you want me to clean your jewelry? And we have some clients who come on a weekly basis just for that. If there's no charge, we check it, we clean it. Um, we make it sparkle again because, you know, we all life happens. We get soap and lotion and biscuit dough and dirt <laughs> and everything else in. Um, sometimes we don't even want to know what's in it, but <laughs> our team will clean it and check it for you, make it beautiful. And then we do appraisals. Um, Alice Herring is my business partner, and she and I are both certified gemologist appraisers. I think there are five in the state of Georgia. Wow. And so you've got two right here in Rome, Georgia. So we, we do spend a lot of time doing that, and we're happy to 
Jerome Thomas is our bench jeweler that heads that department. He is a bench jeweler and a certified gemologist. And as far as I know, he may be, he is the only one in Rome. He may be uh, one of a few in the state of Georgia. So, and then we have Crystal Lovering, who is now a registered jeweler. And we have other team members who are working toward their professional titles in the jewelry industry. Well, okay. That's interesting. How, do, how does one become a gemologist and what sets that apart? I think you said registered jeweler. Are there, there are there, this, it's like master's and doctorate. What? Yes, absolutely. So the titles, the first one is certified sales associate member of the American Gem Society. Okay. And most of our team here has that title, which means they've begun their studies of gemology and are working toward the next title, which is registered jeweler. And a registered jeweler has specialized either in diamonds or colored gemstones and has taken the courses and taken the exams to become qualified as a registered jeweler member of the American Gem Society. The next level is certified gemologist, which is what Jerome is. And that means that he has studied diamonds and colored gemstones and is proficient in both And then the final title, which is the highest one you can achieve with the American Gem Society, is the Certified Gemologist Appraiser. And that just means that you're proficient in diamonds, colored gemstones, appraising, and in the jewelry industry. And every one of us has to be recertified every single year. We have to study. And there are not many professions that do that, but we have to be recertified every single year to make sure we're staying on top of all of the new things happening in our industry. Wow. That's interesting. I never I would know. have known that. Yep. Uh, so you, you guys aren't just part-time off the street working on commission. You actually know what you're talking yeah. about. Yes. That's what I love about our team. And you said, how do you get into it for this family here? Joe Giddings is the one who started us on that track. He's the one who realized that, if he was going to sell things that cost this much, he better know what he was talking about. And he wanted his customers to trust that whatever he said was going to be accurate. And then he, when he hired me and I've been on Broad Street now, this is my 48th year. Wow. So, I know. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> yeah. So for 48 years, I've had Joe Giddings whispering in my ear that, you know, if you want to work for me, you need to be a professional. You need to know what you're doing. And even though he's gone, I still hear his words. And hopefully our team hears his words through us as we tell them that our customers deserve professionalism. Mm -hmm. And um, we do sell a different type of jewelry. I I would encourage everyone to come in and look and see what we have. It is a little, it's different because he, I encouraged us to always look for quality. We look for unusual. We look for fabulous, but it will always be really good quality. So, yeah. So the how do you do it is Joe Giddings. (laughs) A great story. Uh, Emma, Emma, what is your background? How did you get involved in Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful? And yeah. one of the things we talk about on this show is sometimes when you're you you know you're in high school or college and you're majoring in this or your interest is this, and some people find their path and they never leave it. Some people change careers 12 times over the course of their life. It's always fascinating <laughs> to me. So what, what's your story, Emma? 
Yeah, I went to Barry. That's why I kind of came back to Rome. Uh, but I thought I was going to be a dentist. I was like, yes, I'm going to work four days a week. I'm going to make a bunch of money. It's going to be great. And then <laughs> my senior year, didn't get into dental school and kind of also found out like, I don't know that I want to be stuck in an office doing the same thing every day for the rest of my life to pay off the $300,000 of debt that I'm going to accrue. Um, so I kind of, I took a field botany class with Dr. Martin Cipollini at Barry my senior year of college. And I just loved it. I loved being outside. I loved learning different things. So uh, after Barry, I went and taught at an environmental education center on the coast outside of Charleston. Because I was like, man, if I hate it, I'm never going to regret living at the beach for a year. And I didn't. I didn't regret it. It was fantastic. Um, but I loved teaching. And so on a whim, I was like Googling. I still had friends in Rome at the time. And I was like Googling like places to work in Rome. And I emailed Ben Winkleman, who is our director. And like I tell people, the fact that he emailed me back as quickly as he did was a sign because he's notoriously bad for responding to any kind of communication. Um, so I wound up at the Eco Center, loved it, taught for a year. And then Mary Harden Thornton, uh, who was my predecessor, she left the city for a different opportunity. And I was like, you know, I'm ready for a, a new challenge. I felt kind of like I had done everything that I could do at the Eco Center. And so I applied for that job and that's kind of how I wound up where I'm at. So I love being around people working outside, just kind of doing what I can to educate people about how we can make our community better. And I think it's really cool to have a positive impact on a smaller scale. Like I'm thankful that I can see the results of the work that I do on a day-to-day -day basis. So that's kind of how I wound up where I am. It just kind of fell into place, but I, I'm very thankful that it did. It's yeah. Uh, Thomas, we've done these before where it's, it's just, just fascinating to me where, like I said, some people just kind of lock into their career and some kind of find it along the way. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that, that is also a current theme, uh, a recurring theme is, you know, people come here for, for college, they go mm -hmm. to Barry or short or something, and then they roam becomes home. Well, you know, isn't that, isn't that interesting, Thomas, do you find that a lot when you're connecting in the community? Yes, absolutely. But, you know, that comes also with, with hard work, you know, and uh, keep uh, flow, uh, keep Rome Float beautiful, you know, does a great job of, you know, uh, providing that, um, you know, quality of life Im impact. You know, I'm, it's been now almost eight years that I came to, to Rome and, you know, I didn't come for, for a job. I could uh, work uh, remotely, you know, pre-pandemic eight years ago and my wife still does. Um, we, we we chose Rome because of of the beauty. You know, it's it's a it's a beautiful community. Uh, we have healthcare. We, you mentioned the colleges, and it's nice. But you you got to work hard for it. You know, so um, and uh, now I'm here at Chamber, and you know you you want to improve that uh, quality of life. You know, you want to attract new businesses. You want to attract new people moving in that support businesses on Broad Street, um, like Jans and um, you know and and, and Emma from the city, uh, you know, with her unique approach, um, you know, provides or, you know, contributes to the quality of life. So it's a, it's a whole circle and we all have to work together, hard together, you know, and, and uh, the chamber tries to connect everybody and um, keep, keep that quality of life um, at highest standards as possible. Jan, you guys are kind of a broad street institution at Ford Giddings and Kane, but what else do you do 
uh, to market yourselves. When we talk business, it's one of the things I like to ask our guests. Um, in a day and age of social media, there's also opportunities, you know, you can advertise on radio or in the newspaper, magazines, things like that. What do you do? Or, or are you just word of mouth? Are you an institution now and everybody just knows about you? Uh, what, do you what do you do to kind of keep your name out there? Well, I feel greatly blessed because my daughter um, is a part of our family business now, too. She is our marketing director at Ford Giddings and Kane. She has another career of her own um, and is very active in the chamber now. My daughter is Michelle Reichard. And we find it interesting that a lot of people have not put together that I'm her mother, she's my daughter. And it's it's funny now that she is making a name for herself in um, the community and people are linking that. So Michelle Reichard. She, she's also, off- she, she's, a, she's a realtor at Hardy Realty, is she not? She is. Yeah, she I, is. And um, she found her mentor there. Um, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but I, I just have to give a shout out to Jimmy Byers and the whole team at Hardy because um, Michelle has found her home at Hardy Realty, just as I found mine with Joe Giddings and Ford Giddings and Kane. So that's that's my two seconds of aside that I have to just shout out. So. Michelle Reichard oversees our marketing. And then in-house, we have Krista Lovering and Hannah Bing, who do an amazing job with our social media. They they get on Facebook. They get on Instagram. They let people know what we're doing. We have a lot of events that our, our customers have helped us grow by word of mouth. And they're things that our customers come to expect. And that's been a great way to help grow our company. We have been on the back of the Chamber magazine back when it was Georgia's Rome, then when it was Momentum, and now as Bridges, we have we have sort of partnered with the Rome Floyd Chamber through using their avenue of keeping our name out there, especially in industry and in businesses. Um, the Rome News Tribune is still someone that we look to and and we use the local radio stations. Um, I hope that you've all seen there's a billboard on um, right there across from Home Depot mm-hmm. that Michelle puts up for us. And then we use some other billboards. But it's 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 just a mix that Michelle puts together for us so that hopefully we can help. Because we know that we need to use our local partners to get our name out because if we support them, they can help support us. And there are other magazines that Michelle uses, um, V3 and um, Northwest Georgia Living. She tries to give some advertising to each of them. So we just we all try to work together just as the chamber tells us to because we all need to connect and use each other. Emma, what do you guys do at Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful? Do you Is it when an event comes up, you proactively are trying to get the word out or – is it a strategy of kind of constant presence through social media? What, what do you guys do? Yeah, we do anything that's free, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we Our advertising budget is very small, um, but and I'm pretty much a one-woman team. I have a great Barry College intern, uh, but other than, other than him, it's pretty much me. So we advertise social media all the time. We are uh, on Facebook, Instagram. And I refuse to do TikTok. I'm just like, 
I'm out of that generation. I've aged out. I can't do it. Um, But we're really active on social media in that way. We also do a monthly mailing list. I go on any radio show that will have me. Thank you guys for having me here today. Um, But we pretty much just use anything that we can. Doug Walker uh, with Rome News Tribune is really great to put our events in the paper. Uh, But we really just push out any opportunities that we can for people to get involved, because I think that's what people are looking for. A lot of people, they don't care about, you know, we want to educate people too, but for the most part, people are looking for opportunities to get involved. So you'll probably see stuff on our social media this month about our free tarp day coming up. We have a cigarette butt litter cleanup um, this month, and we're also doing our drive at home event. So you'll see all that kind of stuff on our Facebook, but we, we try to shake it up and do different stuff every day, but we, we pretty much do anything that we can do for free. So that's our marketing strategy. Now. Just funny, funny. You've aged out of TikTok, was it? I have. I just, and she's I the have. baby of this group. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm 27. I'll be 28. I can't, I'm like my, our college students come in and I'm like, they're like, you're not old. I'm like, but some of the things that you guys say and do, I just can't even relate to. Yeah. So the whole thing that like people were freaking out a few years ago when millennials came into the workforce, well, now this whole new generation is coming in and I can understand what you guys felt when we came into the workforce. So I can relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we need to get this message out. Well, somebody just Insta face snap it. Just, you know, <laughs> so, so somebody please go, 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 go. Twitter book, twi- you know, tw- Twitter book, Insta chat this, please. Uh, anyway, uh, okay. Last couple of questions here, uh, Jan. Uh, obviously, you know, people around Rome know where you guys are, but just contact information if people want to do business with you. You know, your street address, website, uh, social, anything you want to get out there for contact information. Well, we're at three twelve Broad Street in historic downtown Rome. It's FGK Jewelers. Dot com or pick up the phone and call us at 706-291-8811. We'd love to hear from you. Great. Uh, Emma, what about you? Social media, uh, you know, tags or website, whatever. All that jazz. Yeah, we're on Instagram, Facebook at Keep Rome Fully Beautiful. Uh, we are at www.keeprunfullybeautiful.org. Uh, you can email me at ewells at romega.us or give me a call at 706 706- Two three six four four five six, and then my office is located in the super cool Rome Floyd Eco Center at three ninety three Riverside Parkway Northeast. So come to the park and come check out all the native species and all that fun stuff. So that's where I am. But whatever you do, do not look for her on TikTok. No, <laughs> <laughs> she is way too old for TikTok. <laughs> I don't even know what TikTok is. Uh, Thomas, uh, Thomas, uh, chamber information. Chamber information be on one Riverside Parkway. Um, easiest way to find us uh, for probably the young generation is just to Google us. Just put in Chamber Rome, Georgia, and you'll find us and you'll find all uh, the, the member and the staff members uh, you want to talk to. However, we ha- have a phone number. And if you want to write that down, our phone number is 706-291-7663. Fantastic. Well, this was a great theme, Thomas, of, of beauty with jewelry or beauty with the city and the county. Way to go, Thomas. Hey, Thomas. Thank you all so much for joining us. This was great. I appreciate your time. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. And come see us. Sure. Come see us and let us prove what we have. <laughs> we'll do that. Thank, thank you, guys. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studio, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you for listening.